0: Hello, welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave, I'm here with Amy, and this is our pre-Basho episode for the Nagoya Basho that starts tomorrow.
1: Tomorrow, Sumo is back. It's finally arrived. It feels like quite a while since May. How does it feel for you? Uh, I feel like a lot's happened
0: in the time between last Basho and now. Um, It always comes around faster than I would think, Mm -hmm. but yeah, lots going on.
1: You were very surprised about a week ago when I said... It's nearly sumo.
0: When have I not been surprised though? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, the banzuke's out? Yeah. You're kidding me.
1: That's very true. I'll put it in the diary and you'll be like, that's not right. you have obviously (laughs) got that wrong. (laughs) Catch up, Amy. But I am caught up. It's very cold here in Melbourne. At the moment, it's uh, it's sort of midwinter, isn't it? Here, it is so.
0: midwinter. But this at- last
1: week was so freezing.
0: Yeah, and I think we've got weeks and weeks ahead of us. <laughs> it's just grey, it's drizzly with rain. We're yeah. stuck inside yeah. just because of how bad it is out there.
1: But the good thing is we get to watch Sumo. If you haven't caught up with our news, we are doing um, moving to the model of doing a pre-Basho episode, which we're doing right now, as we literally speak, and one afterwards. And thanks for all the support on that decision. You yeah. guys rock.
0: We put a little uh, episode out earlier in the week if you want to hear our reasons and our justifications, <laughs> but we're very, very excited to be here with the pre-Basho episode now, and we're all looking forward to seeing what we're going to do with the post-Basho episode.
1: Yeah, for sure. There's <laughs> definitely going to be some action Who knows? in between. I would think, thank you for everyone who's donated via the PayPal. It's just so lovely. We are putting the call out to um, withdraw your monthly (laughs) donations if you would like to. I mean, it's totally up to you. Of course, you're all uh, adults and can do what you want. (laughs) I'm definitely not telling you what to do, but if you would like to stop those (laughs) payments, that's no problem at all. But thank you so much to Peter and Daniel, who um, donated some money to the Sumo Manichi Sake Fund at sumo manichi at gmail.com.
0: And thanks to your support, we purchased one of the giant sakes. Oh, yeah. I think it's, no, I mean, how big is it?
1: Well, it must be one and a half litres perhaps or maybe even two, two litres. litres. It was funny because when I went to pick it up from the, it was one of the rare times where I didn't hear the doorbell. So I was working from home that day in meetings. Usually Yuki goes crazy when someone uh, rings the doorbell. She didn't do that. I totally missed the sake. I went to the post office and when I went to the post office box, the, the box just has a big printed out um a three piece of paper on it that says wine. And this time, because you'd ordered the massive mm. sake, the box was really huge. Yeah. And as she put it up to give it to me, she goes, That must be a lot of wine. Yep. And I'm like, Yeah, it is.
0: Well, it was more just the size of one of them that made it look a lot more <laughs> dramatic.
1: And it made the tiny ones look even tinier. Yeah. So we'll
0: um, put it up on our socials in yeah. the next week or two. Yeah, but I we'll reckon. have to put
1: something for scale.
0: Mm. Maybe a coin.
1: We'll put a coin for scale. <laughs> <laughs> some some fascinating Australian coinage. But yeah, we're looking to get stuck into that. I don't know which day we'll break that out. Or... Oh, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Day Great. one. Great. Great. Excellent. Uh, some general news before we start. This is um, in Nagoya, held at the Dolphins arena, arena, and it's the first time that there's no restrictions on the fans. So wow. it should be packed.
0: So restrictions in numbers, you mean? Yeah. Yep. We still don't know about screaming externally. No, Haven't they were trialling news. it,
1: as you said, at the baseball, I believe.
0: They were or was it the, the soccer. soccer. Yep. Um, but we have seen a bit of a tick up in numbers uh, for COVID so, well, in Japan in uh, recent days. So I don't think we'll see any loosening of restrictions around mm,
1: that. Yeah, because they've loosened mask rules, is that right?
0: Something. I don't know the details of it, but they tried loosening something and the numbers went back up. And yeah, we're not going to Japan in September, Japan, are we? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <That> <laughs> well, suddenly big, dawned on me.
0: Some big news that uh, hit us yesterday was the assassination mm. of ex-Prime Minister Shinzo Abe.
1: Shocking. Absolute. Shock. I mean, whatever you think of him in politics, you know, shouldn't be um, assassinated, I think, is a general rule. And it was in Nara, wasn't it, where yeah. he used to live? My
0: my old hometown. It was absolutely shocking to see. Um, and I guess the last time we saw uh, Abe involved with Sumo was famously when uh, he was there with Donald Trump.
1: Yeah. In 2019 in May, when Asaniyama won... You show and Donald Trump got up and and Shinzo Abe presented him with the the President's Cup.
0: Yeah, wow, Oof. feels what like different times. Time that
1: was now. I don't know
0: if you've seen, but uh, a few newspapers and TV outlets in Europe, I know definitely France and maybe a couple of other ones, yeah. were publishing photos of the person who assassinated Abe. Ah, oh. that person in the photos though is famous video game creator Hideo oh. Kojima. What? Yeah. I think they, the news outlets pulled some stuff off 4chan that.
1: What? Yeah. That is crazy. I, yeah. did, I have not seen that. So, wow. And has he come out and said anything?
0: Well, he hasn't yet. But I mean, you know, famously created the Metal Gear series and Metal Gear Solid 2 is famously about m- misinformation and oh. uh, things passing through the media really quickly as memes. And here he is on the wrong end of one.
1: Wow, that is incredible. I mean, that's happened a little bit in the past with, with other people and it's such a massive issue for the people that they identify. And now with Kojima,
0: I, yeah, I can't believe that. Well, wow. feel for you, mate.
1: Let's talk some sumo. Yeah, we will. So bit of the state of play, what we're expecting to come into Nagoya this time. We might go through it, a little bit through the Sanyaku and then some of the other guys. Um, Fuji, I guess that's not a. A whole lot to say about him. We think he's pretty genki. We think he's going to go well and show up and turn up and probably dominate again.
0: Well, I think last Basho showed how dangerous he still can be. And we've heard nothing uh, in the last few months to say that he won't be anything but brutal this time around as well.
1: Yeah. And I know it's not always dependent on stable support, but Isagahama <coughs> is so strong at the moment. And there's a lot of those guys who are around him and, you know, he must feel very supported and his Oyakata is one of the senior guys and, you know, just all kind of going well for Terunofuji. So we'll look forward to him turning up. On day one, he has Arby and he's only fought him three times actually, Arby, so that'll wow. be a bit of an interesting one.
0: Arby could give him a scare, but probably the real thing that everyone's going to be looking uh, at in these first few days are the Ozeki.
1: Yes. So takakesho He's fine you know, with a bit of a shake of the hand, he's he's going all right. He's not Karuban, I think is the way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be, he's been quite chirpy. He's been quite talkative. In our Banzuke episode, we spoke about mm. him talking about his own sumo and actually giving us a bit of an insight into it for once.
0: Which was uh, a complete shock to all <laughs> of us. Uh, the two Karuban, Ozeki, Mitakumi and i very, very different prospects, I would say. Shorai, I think, really is up against it, this Basho. I don't think anyone really expects uh, him to be Ozeki next time around.
1: No, he's been saying a few of the right things, like he wants to get bigger and more solid and he wants to fix his eye. Mm. So they're, they're two things, especially the eye thing, which give me some hope that at least he's aware perhaps of what some of the issues might be and he might be working on them. Isagahama Oyakata, speaking of him, he came out – um, a few days ago. What do you think of this? He said about the Ozeki, he, he commented that all three of them faced tough opponents on day one. Mitakumi has Takenosho, Shodai has Konowaka and Takakesho has Kiribayama. And he said, truth be told, I'm not expecting anything from them. Mm. It's been like this for a while now, I'd say a year. Ozeki is the rank closest to Yokozuna. I want them to properly do their own sumo and aim for Yokozuna. I'm pretty sure they want that as well, but the results don't show that. I want them to rediscover their own sumo.
0: Boy, what a fresh take from Misakihama. Um I completely agree in him identifying that the role of Ozeki is to aim for Yokozuna. They have not been doing that. They've been just aiming to scrape together enough wins to stay Ozeki.
1: Yeah, really good point. <laughs> Generally it's just, speaking. It's just like the big question is can the Ozeki stay Ozeki every single time? As he said for a, a year, Mitsakumi's just... Got there. He hasn't even been there for a year, and he's already falling out. But
0: oh, I mean, it, it's okay to have a cut a bun early on,
1: is it? Yeah,
0: <laughs> it is. It is. It's part of it.
1: Not if you're aiming for yokozuna, it's what? not.
0: He's but not right what now.
1: What about I'm not expecting anything from them mm. as an opener.
0: Jeez, I mean, that's a shot across the bow, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, I think the thing um, that I found most fascinating in that was I want them to rediscover their own sumo, got which it. implies they've lost their own sumo. Mm,
1: certainly does. Mm. I just think if you're preparing and you hear him say that, the, the stable master of the one Yokozuna who you have to come up and, and match up against mm. and you hear him saying, oh, they're not very good. I guess it depends on your psychology as a sports person. Do they take that as a, a put down and a problem or do they take that as a challenge that they can rise to? Well, look, I would
0: look at someone like Takakesha and Mitakumi rising to that out there to prove uh Isagahama wrong. But someone like Shorto, he's a bit down in the dumps. Yes, yeah, I don't know
1: about Shota. No,
0: I think this could send him into a spiral of depression and uh introspection.
1: I mean I hope he's not actually talking about Takikeshi there. He might be he as might well be. though. Yeah. He actually might be covering all three. Or Seki oh, I only thought so. of it as to do with Mizaki no, and no, 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 no. He means them all. Yeah. Fair enough. But Shota, yeah, he I don't know if he can he can bounce back from that, especially against Kodnawaka on day one, we will see Wakatake Kage and Daiyasho as the uh, Sekiwake. How do you feel about Wakatake Kage this time?
0: Well, over? I th- I think you know the nine six was quite solid. I thought a quite solid performance. There was a Fusen show in there, yeah. Um, but in his second Sekiwake performance, coming off that uh, memorable U show back in March, I think it was a solid effort for him. I don't think we're th- we're really talking. Uh, Ozeki run?
1: Mm, no.
0: Unless he really put up twelve or thirteen this time, and maybe a u show would do it for him. But it'd I, have
1: to be stunning, wouldn't it? I it think.
0: would be. It really, really would be. Uh, Isegahama
1: and- actually said something about him as well. He said, "I don't think, I don't think he's really." Um, doing anything special at the moment or something like that, which
0: just another sick burn. Jeez, I mean, they've caught Isagahama at a very <laughs> honest time in the day. I don't know when that is, maybe late at night.
1: It's a bit unfair because he gets to he gets to attack everyone else <laughs> before it starts and they just have to stand there <laughs> yeah. and take it. And his own Yokozuna is just like, you know, no one's attacking him.
0: <laughs> yeah, completely. Uh, Daesho, though, a who I think we might see big things from this, Basho.
1: Yeah, he... He's saying that he's training a lot. He uh, he doesn't want to rush things. He wants mm. to hope to go about the Basho as usual, that he said. Uh, when he was interviewed, he, ha- he hadn't even got to Nagoya yet. He was still back training. But um, I think uh, he's got there. He's commented on the heat. Uh and that the first time he became a Sekiwake, he went five and ten. So at least he's aware of that.
0: Mm, I wonder how much that's playing on his mind though. Obviously, that was a bit of a nightmare back in September 2020 when he went five-10 and really struggled against the Sanyaku mm. around him.
1: Yeah. He's tried to surround himself with with competition this time. He's been training against a lot of the guys. And <laughs> this this was one of his quotes. This basically, to me, means absolutely nothing. The difference between then and now, then as in when he went 5'10", is that I'm still planning on going about it as usual, but I'm already used to that feeling, so this time it's going to be different. I can't wow. really interpret. That's hard to interpret, that one.
0: I think that's, I mean, obviously it makes no sense and it has some internal contradictions, but I think this is more of a quote that you would sit and meditate to. <laughs> because you can't understand it, you can let your mind go completely blank. <laughs> While thinking about how it's, the feeling in his body is usual, but it's different. (laughs) Is Hmm. it an
1: acceptance of failure, his last failure (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's all very, very zen, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it is very zen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hoshoryu and Abi, uh, the Komisubi, there were a lot of rumours going around actually that Hoshoryu was injured with the foot injury and was going to pull out. So there were rumours that he and Ura actually were going to pull out Ura because he was Kujo at the end of last Basho. Mm. But there hasn't been any signs of this now. There's been a lot of coverage of Hoshori's um, Haya Actually, we've seen him gallivanting around. Lots of smiling. Lots of looking very happy.
0: Well, this is a good thing uh, for Hoshoryu. Two eight sevens at Komasubi. Do you think he can do better this time?
1: I hope so. Yeah, especially if he is well and that injury isn't troubling him. I think he's had enough time. He's had enough eight sevens now. So I think maybe the <laughs> expectations of him. I don't know whether he can do it, but my expectations of him are going up a little bit now. I'd like to see a a bit more happen.
0: You do feel it's a big step from him at Komisubi to move to Sekiwake,
1: mm, and there's no real. There's, no places, it's not an obvious hmm. hole at the moment I oh, mean no. it will be if Ozeki fall out I suppose Although then there definitely won't be because they'll fall to Sekiwake Well
0: it's true and look I guess an 8-7 at Komusubi. If things go wrong above you in Sekiwake that's enough
1: mm. It would be very interesting if both Mitakumi and Shodai fell to Sekiwake Wakataka Kage went fine, he stayed there and maybe even Daesho did as well Yeah What happens then? I don't know. Four sekiwake. I guess the ozeki sekiwake are a bit of a different category perhaps. When you drop down, it's not quite the same. But, geez, I'd like to see four. But I don't want to see Shoto drop down.
0: Now, it's good to see on back Mm. from uh, Mm. that rib fracture that he did quite early on uh, back in May. I was going to say March. (laughs) May. uh, And we expect to see him on day one.
1: Yeah, he's coming back. He said that... (laughs) <laughs> the the bout was against on day five against Takakesho and he said in his his recent interview, as we felt, he hit my ribs with his knee and he was really afraid of internal injuries, so yeah. he took the rest off, but he couldn't he was anytime he um, moved around or coughed or sneezed, um he was in a whole lot of pain and he had to sleep sitting up because he couldn't oh. lie down and it just sounded like we commented at the time how bad a rib injury is and that you can't really do anything about it. You've just got to wait for that bruising to go down.
0: And the, the rib to heal.
1: Mm.
0: Um, I, I just wonder how much this is going to play into his confidence. I think after you've had a broken rib, it, it'll take a little bit of time before he's fully committing his body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And hopefully he finds that over the uh, 15 days.
1: Yeah, he also lost 10 kilograms as well. So for him, he's a a sort of big round fellow. So that's quite a lot for him to lose. He is still 160. So still big. Still big. But um, I'm sure all that time of inactivity throughout the rest of the Basho and, and for a while after until it healed, contributed to that weight loss.
0: I bet it did. Uh, Another rikishi who uh, went out QJO, but later in the Basho in May, was Ura.
1: Yeah, yeah. He um, was another one, as I mentioned before, that people thought might not join again this time, but he's back. And he,
0: I mean, he had some interesting thoughts uh, that he put out there. My technique and power are lacking at the moment. Mm. Mm. Fair enough. Fair
1: enough. Dave says that.
0: <laughs> my injuries are preventing me from being where I want to be, but it has nothing to do with oh, my turning 30.
1: Okay. Bit sensitive? I think Bit so. Bit sensitive about the age. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody mentioned no it. No one they? mentioned it. No one said.
0: But he continues. If not for the injuries, I could do more training. I've gained weight, but have not been able to fully take advantage of that. That's oh. where that's where my potential lies. So interesting that he that he sees himself you know the heavier he gets the better he could get um, not you wouldn't say his style involves him throwing his weight around all that much as it stands at the moment.
1: No, I guess so, I guess not. And in fact maybe you know losing weight he could move a little bit more freely perhaps, um, but he does need that that weight to be able to pick people up if that's what he wants to do. Um, I did just look up his birthday. He is, in fact, 30. So yep. he's correct with his own age. Well done, Ura. He turned 30 on June 22, which is the day after my mum's birthday. Oh, there you go. And the same day that uh, Shahorzan announced his retirement. There's a bit going on in the sumo world there. But yeah, he's just feeling that, that weight of getting older. Can't say I've ever felt it. I'm, I'm fine. No, no. We never talk about uh, our ages or anything like that. I don't
0: go on about it. I'm old, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Um, okay. So Ura, that will be interesting. Uh, another legend of the sport, Tamawashi. Tamawashi, he has the fourth most consecutive bouts, 1436 in a row. It's mind
2: boggling. <laughs> Every
1: time we talk about it, I think about never taking a day off from work, you know, and sort of never having a weekend, just working through straight and just rocking up every day. I mean, I know it's it's a totally different thing, but it's just so impressive when you see so many people going down with injury and you wonder how he motivates himself to do that, but also how he manages to escape a serious injury.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Um, and really he's He's not looking like slowing down anytime soon. So with 1,436 wins, he's now a clear fourth mm. on the all-time table of most consecutive career bouts. The Ricochet number one, Al-Bajor, uh, fought between 1964 and 1986 and has a total of 1,630 mm. bouts. So Tamawashi would need to wrestle for another probably three and a bit years. Yeah. Bajor did...
1: Al Bajo. That's a hard name to say. It is. He didn't take one off for his whole career. So he finished never having. It wasn't just a stretch of consecutive bouts. It was um, all of his bouts. So has Tamawashi
0: ever missed? He's in the same position. I, I think that's assume. true. Yeah. yeah, he is. I'm I think, just having a look. So, I
1: mean, I guess it's possible. In his interview, it was a lovely um, interview where he talked very much about his family and how maybe he feels like he hasn't got to a Zeki or the highest rank that he could possibly get to, he's got to Sekiwake, but because he's chosen to concentrate on his family as well, he's organised a little bit of uh, work-life balance. And since he became a father, he's really committed to that. And he talked about his six-year-old, his three-year-old, he's got two boys. Um, he he loves you know, helping his wife out. And in fact, he said in a, in a quote in this interview, rather than helping, I think it's something you have to do. It's a matter of course. I it's been Papa since I opened the door of the house, which is just a really lovely insight into how he thinks of himself as a father.
0: I mean, this, this is heartwarming and I think you said it so well. He's, he's organised his work-life balance. Tamawashi was quoted in another interview or maybe the same interview saying that, you know, maybe if he had that killer instinct mm. that would get him higher up, he wouldn't be as good a father mm. and good around the house. And so much respect for that.
1: Yeah, and to say that and to feel like you've given yourself a lot to your family, and I'm sure his family feels something back if you're saying mm. that, you know, that he has contributed, but then still be in Makuchi for so long, still be competing at this level, never have taken a Basho off. He's beaten Terunofuji three consecutive Basho <laughs> in a row as a Maegashira. It's the first true, time in 50 wow. years that this has been done. Wow. That specific thing. There yeah, are some yeah, other yeah. close things that have been done recently. But mm. three Kimboshi, three consecutive Basho in a row against a Yoksuna.
0: Unbelievable. Mm. Great stuff. Tamawashi, uh, another old uh, war horse, Shohozan. Yes. In Thai, uh, retired, and a sense of relief.
1: Yeah. His retirement smile was beautiful. There's a photo, you know, when they do the interview. So he announced it on 22nd, did an interview a few days later, and where they speak about their career and, you know, he just said, I, I couldn't, I got too old and I couldn't do sumo the way I wanted to anymore. That is absolutely fair enough. Yeah. But he's just beaming the whole time when they give him the flowers. He's smile lit up his whole face. And that's a big deal because Shulhozan has a resting grump face.
0: Oh yeah, but I mean, any interview you see him in, he's beaming all the time. Like he's a, he's quite a light-hearted until he steps over the Tawara. Yeah, and then it's very very serious.
1: I mean, I guess it means something that he's interviewed every single basho to give us sort of little pre-basho. It's insight. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He, the the camera loves uh, this guy. And look, I mean, personally, it's a sense of relief, I think. We've, we've been seeing him still try and the sumo looks good on the surface, but he just couldn't get those wins. I uh, can't wait to see him in the commentary booth.
1: Yeah, I reckon. He's said apparently that, I'm sure he will be in the, the commentary booth. I reckon that's a great idea. He said as well that he wants to work to provide dietary support to athletes in various sports based on his own mm. experience.
0: Gee, this is interesting.
1: What's Shohozan's experience in dietary support? Well,
0: I mean, maybe he could advise other sporting teams, like let's think of a sport, say the Japanese gymnastics team. Yeah. He could say, don't eat that.
1: Yeah. Don't eat that. Don't eat anything for them. Well,
0: don't eat that because I've eaten a lot of that. (laughs) Stay off the chunk or nabe.
1: Don't eat anything that that Ricochet ate.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe. I I don't know. Unless we're going to see him come into other sports and just change the game by going, bulk up, kids.
1: Oh, yeah, Get big. Get big. Yeah. Become a brawler. <laughs> brawler gymnastics.
0: I'm a, I'm a tennis player. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get big. Eat the, eat the chunk or have the beers.
1: I mean, we've seen a lot of retired, or not even retired, I mean, Daesha did it, complete uh, study on a real variety of areas. Architecture. Daesha was on how businesses oh, yeah. are run. Yeah. How family, family businesses, businesses work, yeah. you know, trying to get her in in his own family business. Um, other like heaps of what it was Kakuri's study and and oh, then I can't remember. Um, um, Ex-Kisnesado did a whole lot of study. I mean, maybe we we're going to find out Shahozan's topic of choice, his topic of interest. And yeah, he'll like, do a PhD. Or well, something.
0: Yeah, that's right. And and until we see a research paper from him, I don't think we can really take him serious in the <laughs> arena of yeah. uh, dietary. Uh, uh, promotion and sports, uh, yeah, but we'll see.
1: It was just so sad when he kept dropping and I was really looking forward to this time. I realised when he did, when the announcement was made and it was just, it was 22nd of June, so it was quite a bit after the end of, um, of Natsu Basho. I was just really relieved and I felt the relief yeah. that maybe he was feeling. He got all the way up to Komusubi. I mean, he was in sport f- for many, many years, 16 years or something. Mm. Got to Jurio in uh, 2010, got to Komisubi in 2013. Just such an impressive guy to watch. And
0: he's been a staple of our time watching sumo. So another one uh, leaves us, Mm. but yeah, I'm sure he'll be around. Shall we jump into Karaoke Corner? Let's do it. All right. So the first track we have today, it's from Ikiyoi.
1: Ikioi, he's back.
0: (laughs) I mean, he's been a constant uh, feature of Karaoke Corner. Uh, Everyone knows he has a beautiful singing voice. Uh, This particular track we're hearing is called Ito, or Tapestry, uh, and it's from the Sumo Kyokai Studio Sessions. Let's take a listen. Still got it.
1: Hasn't he? Just not one bung note anywhere near, not even approaching it. I I think it's
0: really worth uh, having a look at the video of this performance. He's just so relaxed. Yeah. He's in his element. He's stretching his mouth and jaw as the intro plays. Like, he he knows how to sing.
1: Yeah, well, there's some big jumps in that. I mean, he has to really rocket himself upwards. And as a string player, I should say, I appreciated that synth string line over the top. (laughs) I really like that. Um,
0: Again, we lament the MIDI uh, cheap instruments. Well, the the piano (laughs) could sound better. Anyway, let me tell you a little bit about this track. Ito. It was written and performed by Miyuki Nakajima from her 1992 album East Asia. Uh, Miyuki is 70 years old now, um, started her career back in the seventies. She's released 43 studio albums, 46 singles, six live albums, uh, and has sold more than 21 million copies of her work. She's also, um... An artist with a very rare honour in Japan, she's received a Medal of Honour with a purple ribbon. Okay. So this is given out to, uh, let me just check here. So individuals who have contributed to academic and artistic developments, improvements and accomplishments. So only 21 people in Japan have, 21. Been, have been given this. And only I was going to
1: a- say, is it like an Order of Australia or something, but- Heaps of people get that.
0: There are lot. There are lots of recipients of the Medal of Honor, but only twenty one with the purple ribbon. Uh-huh. And of those twenty one, there's only a handful of musical artists. Uh, one name that I did recognise was Joe Hisashi.
1: Ah, okay. You
0: can tell us about Joe Hisashi. Oh, Why well, is he famous? <laughs>
1: he's the guy who scored a lot of the Miyazaki movies, lots of games as well. Nino Kuni, uh, just an amazing film and game and TV, scorer, uh, soundtrack writer, musician. We had him at at my job once actually. Yeah. He came across and uh, was playing shows and we had him in and he had a thousand minders and we had a translator and he was very, very gracious, but Mm. he was obviously like super famous and used to be, being treated yeah. <laughs> as someone who is super famous, but it was really impressive to have him there and to speak to him. And he spoke beautifully, actually. He was obviously also used to doing very good interviews. Back to
0: the track by Nakajima, there's some really beautiful uh, lyrics in the chorus and the, the the song's called Ito or Tapestry. And it says that I'm the horizontal threads, you are the vertical threads.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: Mm. And woven together, they hope that someday uh, they'll bring warmth to someone, which is weird because it implies as the third person that they're keeping warm, but a beautiful (laughs) song and a lovely choice. Well, it's
1: the rest of the world maybe that they're keeping warm with their love.
0: Oh, that's it. Yeah, what do you reckon? I love that.
1: That's a lovely, um, what's that, a uh, metaphor? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a lovely it metaphor. Lovely, lovely stuff. Thank you, Ikioi, for that performance. Let's move on. Now, this next one uh, I found on Twitter, on the Tatsunami Beya account, and we have a couple of rikishi doing a song. We have uh Yuko and Kira Daiichi. Let's take a listen.
2: Omae ni morau ni 言っ俺の話を聞いておけメシオンが
1: What did you think of that? Well, there was a lot in that. There was. Wasn't it? Beautiful guitar playing. Who, who was playing the guitar? Well, so that
0: was Kiriuko playing the guitar. He's a 19-year-old from Tokyo, uh, obviously at Tatsunami Beya. Made his debut only in May last year. He had a disastrous performance uh, out in the car park. One win, uh, zero losses in three days where he forgot to turn up. <laughs> but he from there, he has posted six straight kachakoshis and now is at Makushita 37.
1: Wow, So fantastic. keep an eye out
0: for Kiryuko. The second vocal there that you heard, that was uh, there was someone doing some backing vocals and starting to sing that verse as we, we finished. That's Kiridaichi, a 24-year-old uh, from Hokkaido. He made his debut as a 16-year-old back in March 2014 And only very recently, back in January this year, got his highest rank of Makushta 16. But for July, finds himself also at Makushta 37. Both of them? Both of them at Makushta 37. So I think we should keep an eye on these two.
1: Wow. These
0: these two uh, collaborators artistically.
1: What a coincidence.
0: Look, I couldn't find a lot about... This particular song, um, the, the title on the Twitter was Tatsunami Kyo no Ikkyoku, which is today's Tatsunami tune. I was expecting maybe there was a series of songs yeah. they were going to do, but I've only found one other that I might bring to you next time. There was a head talking through.
1: Yeah, so was he talking so, or was, he, was there a spoken word part? No,
0: I there wasn't a spoken word part. He seemed a bit annoyed at the song they were doing and halfway through, puts in a request for Koji uh, Tamaki's song. I believe it's called, uh, I haven't got it written down, but it was called Natsu no Owari Harmony. Right. So, Harmony for the End of the Summer.
1: Because did you say something? I heard something negative in there, yeah, so well. my, my Japanese are yeah. brilliant. But I heard him say like...
0: Chigemas. Chigemas, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So... Very, very rude in the middle of a performance to pull that out.
1: Well, especially if it's Tatsunami Beya's song of the week, you know, like that yeah,
0: Well, song of the day. They song move on the quickly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they've set up a camera, you know, they've practiced a little bit. May well, say Hoshori and Aqua, they're they're there <laughs> in the in the background watching on, just supporting their I'll, younger younger mates. We
0: should put we'll put the uh link up for this one, I think. It's um you don't see anyone else apart from Kiryu Court and he's got a a phone balanced on his knee reading the chords off. Uh-huh. His guitar playing is very enthusiastic. The it singing gets
1: enthusiastic in the middle, doesn't ouya, it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. The singing's delicate is how I would describe that.
0: It, it certainly is.
1: It's nice and delicate. Guy well, in the background, not delicate. Not delicate. Get out of here.
0: Let's move on to our final selection. We have another rikishi singing for you. This time Tommy Sakaya.
2: この度はこんな僕を選んてくれてライスを頼んでいきます。極大な金の
1: Oh, that's lovely. Should I start it any lower? Uh, no, the keyboard backing stuck on one uh, I, key. i got to I, sing it up there. I
0: did um, I did probably run that a bit long, but I wanted to get in that really high note at the end.
1: It's lovely. I admire the commitment to it.
0: So let me tell you a little bit about this song. So the the title of this is Osumo-san Torisetsu, which mm. is... Sumo, uh, like Sumo-san instructions. Mm -hmm. And it's a parody with the lyrics written by Tommy Sakaya himself. Right. So, uh, obviously the recording quality isn't fantastic. It's done outside. Uh, You hear after the first verse, a car drive past. Uh,
1: But he turns everything up. He gets closer. He gets closer.
0: He goes into it. He's based his song on Nishinokana's Torisetsu. So the original song is, uh about instructions on how to treat the singer as a girl to sung to a future boyfriend. Okay. And so, so this version is how to treat, uh, a sumo-san properly. So some of the lyrics- So the
1: rikishi treating sumo? No, no. How- to sumo
0: how, treating? How Tori wants to be treated okay. as a rikishi. So he th- says things like, treat me correctly, be strict, but be, be kind. Um, help me reach the higher ranks, help me eat lots of rice, stop taxis for me, give me presents on my birthday. Um, so th- th- this is a bit of a meme in that there are other um, parodies of that original song. So uh, one that I found was uh, how to treat a Kansai guy
1: okay. <laughs> and
0: how to treat a Tokyo guy. So th- there's actually <laughs> quite a lot of videos that that use this format. Uh, we will link to this one because the just the lo-fi production values are worth enjoying.
1: Yeah. So he's getting on board the meme train with this one.
0: Well, I should say this video was uploaded in twenty sixteen. He's
1: on board the twenty sixteen meme train. Well,
0: and I, I think this was an old meme. Um, but to let you know, Tommy Sakaya is he's thirty years old from Izagahama, but he retired back in March twenty twenty one after missing uh, three or four basho due mm-hmm. to injury. It was a it was a tough career for him. The highest rank he achieved with, was makushita. Uh, November 2018. So in January 2016, when this video was posted, uh, he was at Makushita 53, uh, where he posted a 4-3 Kachikoshi.
1: Oh, is it the height? The height of his powers? Uh, I wouldn't say
0: the height. He went a little higher than that, but not much higher at Makushita 6.
1: At least it was a Kachikoshi.
0: Yes, exactly right. (laughs) So that song uh, inspired him.
1: Oh, well, as usual, you have absolutely come through with the goods and taken a real deep delve into the uh, the sumo the japanese sumo internet and thank you so much that was so great we'll put the the links up for those i know we always forget but eventually <laughs> i will remember just a few other things to chat about before uh, we leave you be and get on to actually waiting for Sunday. There are some people at their highest ranks. We always like to celebrate that on Sumo Monichi. So, our boy, Wakamoto Haru, he is at Magashira 4 East.
0: It's his fourth basho in the top division. He's gone 9 6 at Magashira 15, 9 6 at Magashira 9, 9 6 at Magashira 6. Can he do it again? Where is the ceiling for this guy?
1: Well, day one he has endo. Okay, that's, that's all right. It's doable. It's doable. Day two he actually has. Let me bring it up. I, I remember seeing this. He has someone that he hasn't beaten, and I believe it's Sadao Umi. So he's never beat Sadao <laughs> Umi in five bouts so far. So what is it about Sadao Umi? Yeah. You just not can't sure. work out. I mean, and at the moment, Sadnumi is in a red hot form. Mm. Well, he was in, in May anyway. So I think this is definitely going to be Wakamoto Haru's um, biggest challenge, but why not? You go for it.
0: Another Rikishi at their highest rank is Ichiyamamoto. And this is weird to say that at Maigashira 13, he's at his highest rank.
1: Yeah, this took me by surprise yeah. totally. I would never have have guessed this if you had asked me to say who was at their highest rank for some reason. I mean, last year he dropped back to Jurio after coming up to um, Makuchi. He got back and since then he's gone 5'10 at Magashira 14 and somehow managed to stay in there. He went to Magashira 17, 8'7 and he got you know his kachikoshi just at the end on day 15. And then at Magashira 15, he went 8-7 again. Now, he would have been disappointed with that last 8-7 in May because he had those five oh. losses at the end. So he could have done much better here.
0: It's crazy, isn't it, to think that he got his Kachakoshi at 8-2.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he, it is his highest strength, but I think that's disappointing. I mean, he went up to Magashira 13 East, his highest strength, but, you know, <laughs> you not do... in the, most, the greatest way.
0: You do feel that there needs to be some major refinement of his oshi Sumo to go any higher than this. I'm a fan. I'd like to see him do well. But Mike Shira 13 being his highest rank to me just speaks of underachievement.
1: Yeah. Hopefully it'll go well this time around. Nishiki Fuji. He is a debutante in Makuchi. And, of course, by uh, definition, that's his highest score. He's one of those enjoying the power of run of Isagahama 25 years old started sumo at the end of 2016 very exciting I've really been enjoying his sumo for a long time in all of our our Juryo stuff
0: absolutely has just looked so good in Juryo and I think probably will do quite well at mygashira 17 he'll be fighting people who may ha- have not fought him before or have only fought him in the past in Juryo, mm. I think his style might catch a few people by surprise.
1: I think so. He got the Yusho Show in May, the Juryo Yusho, Show, and he's been training. He had a little interview, his first uh, Makuchi interview, and he said, I'm just doing all I can, uh, which is all you can do yep. as a rikishi. He, he did mention actually his injury. He has a left elbow injury. Um, And he's hoping that that won't impact on it. So we'll we'll keep a lookout for that. But he's also let slip that he might be part of the Okazuna Doyo iri So it has been Midori Fuji and
2: Teretsuyoshi.
1: There's also Takara Fuji, but he's been pushed out. So I think usually it's the the lowest um, ranked guys. And so it's probably going to be uh, Nishiki Fuji. And would that be Teretsuyoshi then? Is Teretsuyoshi under...
0: Yeah, I think he would be. So we could be seeing Nishiki Fuji uh, hiking up the, uh, yep. the Kesho Mawashi and yep. dashing back to the uh, change rooms in yeah, time Yeah, because he's going to be in the bout. first bout. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Look out for that. Great. Well, Kyujo, unfortunately, uh, Takayasu and mm. his whole hair are out with COVID or out because of COVID, I should say.
1: Yeah, he got it... Uh, like a Tuesday, week ago was when that was announced. So he's probably over it and possibly considering his training lead up was quite strong before that could have come back. But then somebody else uh, got it last weekend in his stable. So they had to pull the whole stable out. Yeah. Which is just a disaster for him, really, at uh, Magashira 4. Well, and
0: it's a disaster because of the precedent set in the current Banzuke, where I think it was Ichi Nojo
1: yeah, you can go lost down. a place. <laughs> there
0: was no rank freeze for him as they needed to make some room up the top. Look, uh, I think I've
1: called it too much as a disaster. It's not. It's just. It's
0: just we unfortunate. We would have
1: loved to see him. Yeah. The other kyujo announced so far is Ishiura. So this is his second straight Basho out. Um, presuming that it's still the neck injury. And if he doesn't come back, if it's not just a starting thing, he will uh, definitely drop to Makushta.
0: I'm shattered. Yep. He fought his way, I think, to his highest rank at Maigashira, five before this injury. Yeah, it was really high. Yep. I was. I thought his sumo was looking very, very good. This is just so unfortunate and speaks to the severity of this injury as well. Doesn't
1: it as well? And with a neck thing. Mm. like. If it is something there, that's that's really, really worrying.
0: That's a big worry.
1: A sunny Yama. He is down in Dunme and we will get to see him fight. Very exciting on day one. Everybody will be uh, looking out for that match. Actually, we should see if he does fight indeed on day one. Uh, I can do that. Uh, so he could be, everyone's interested in how he's going to get back to Makuchi. I mean, firstly, will he? You have to say probably, I probably. would think that that he will be back. His dream run, if he has the best run possible and here he goes 7-0, that would take him to up around uh, Makushita 15. Then in September he went 7-0 again and a U show perhaps even. He could just sneak into jurio Then he could go to the top of jurio mm. if he went really well there. I mean it's unlikely that he'd go fifteen zero. Even Fuji didn't go fifteen zero. 0 didn't ever on his way back. he
0: went close, I yeah. think. Yeah.
1: But it's difficult to, you know, in Jurio, there's a lot of lot of good people hanging out there. But anyway, if he went to the top of Jurio, he'd end up at the top of Jurio in January and then possibly back in Makuchi in oh, March would be a, the, the quickest route, I it's think. It's a
0: long way back, isn't it? And that's best case scenario that you've mm. worked out there too.
1: Yeah. And if it's not the best case scenario, then it's a real worry for him because he's mm. not able to push over the little kids. So
0: yeah, exactly. So problem
1: there.
0: I currently don't have access to the uh, lower <laughs> division.
1: Oh, yeah, they're not up Tarakumi, actually. Yeah, or at least true. not on
0: Sumo DB, but we will keep uh, an eye out on him over the next 15 days. Let's jump over and have a look at the day one matchups. Actually, I'm looking at day two. Good on you, Sumo DB. I know.
1: Why does it always jump to the one ahead? <laughs> I don't like
0: it. Uh, Terunofuji takes on abi, uh first up, a real test for the Komisubi Abi. Taka Keisho and Kiribayama. Taka Keisho does have the uh, mm. edge in their record. so, uh, But with Kiribayama's form at the moment, yeah. do not underestimate him. Takenosho and Mitakumi fight. Shorai has to take on Kodnawaka. They've met three times and Kodunawaka has won all three. K- Kodnawaka, another rikishi in really, really fine form.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you've been beaten... Every time you've fought a younger guy, he's coming in hot and Isagahama Oyakata said, you're going really badly and you probably won't do well. Short eyes mental on day one. I'm really worried about it. (laughs)
0: Uh, It's great to see Ichinojo back. He'll be fighting Wakataka Kage. Uh, And Daesho and Tamawashi, I think, will be a great bout. Uh, Daesho at Sekiwake, Tamawashi at Magashira 3. They've fought 19 times in the past, so quite a long history with these two. Tamawashi has the slight edge, 10 and 9. Hoshoryu and Ura will be another one to keep Mm. an eye on on day one. And that's all of the Sanyaku bouts.
1: So Nishikifuji down the bottom, he is up against Dayamami. Who is back in Makuchi, so that'll be an interesting one for him on day one. And Ryuden is the Jurio visitor tomorrow. He'll be fighting against Chiamaru and he has a seven one record against him. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the poor old Chiamaru just ah, hitting the big guys. Good but,
0: to see Chiamaru back.
1: Yeah, it absolutely is. So that's that's most of day one, summer day one.
0: Thanks so much for joining us on the pre basho episode today. Uh, we won't see you tomorrow. We'll see you at the end.
1: Will we do jurio commentary? We
0: may or we may not. Yep. Keep an eye on our socials.
1: Please um, follow our YouTube and you'll see it happen. And Twitter, we will announce it on that if we end up doing it.
0: So enjoy your bash show. We certainly will. And we'll be here uh, following the conclusion to give you a quite detailed wrap-up of the action.
1: Thanks so much. See ya. Bye.